If you are just tuning in, welcome. This is Mango Masala, the South Asian show. My name is Gerns and I am here with Drumroll, please. Hi. Where have you been, Simran? I'm going out. Yeah, can I just say before we start, makeup is looking on point. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. Not that you don't normally look nice, but like, I was like, oh, okay, going somewhere. Apparently, I look scruffy for Manga Masala. No, I, I'm saying I can like clearly tell you've got makeup on and so done a good you. job. Oh, so now you're telling me I'm a catfish without makeup on? I, you know what? You're putting words in my mouth. I haven't said anything um, of the sort, okay? You have sisters and a wife. You should know how to handle these conversations. <sighs> Believe me, like, literally, I'm in such like. <sighs> It always happens, like, Mayanka, my wife, always, like, asks me, like, oh, like, how do you look, like, I don't know, how do I look, like, um, how, um, is there anything that needs something, anything that needs amending, blah, 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 and I always find something to say, because I feel like if I say yes all the time, then it's just like I'm being a yes man, I'm not being genuine, but obviously I know that that's a mistake, because when I find something, she then goes off on one, even though it's, like, the smallest thing, but it's, it's like, I can't win, like, I don't know what to do. It's a hard life being a man. Yeah. That, w- that was sarcasm, by the way, for anyone out yeah, there who didn't catch that. <laughs> Where are you off to, though, Simran? I'm going to my friend's boyfriend's birthday party. Interesting. But I, um, yeah, I'm in the middle of getting ready right now. I was like, I need to do my makeup, pick my outfit, do radio, and then finish getting ready and then go out. <laughs> well, you know what? If there is anyone that was for that lifestyle, it's you. It's work hard, play hard that's you i want to first of all have a bit of a brief opener about we talk about weather a lot we don't talk about like heat now i've just come from mayanka's family house and when we first got there this morning it was like i was like oh it's really hot and i touched the radiator and i was like but it's not on i was a bit confused then we found out that the radiators actually were on and the reason they were on is basically because in their house um they have this really weird boiler where it has to like the boiler has to kind of be on and the heating be on in order for the water to be warm and i think because people have gone to work this morning they obviously wanted to have like warm showers but the heating is controlled by this thermostat thing and it, like you change the thermostat but it doesn't work it's kind of like the thermostat tells what temperature it is and then adjusts the heating accordingly so obviously when we're in summer and it's warm it's not going to change that much therefore the heating doesn't come on therefore cold showers so what's Mianka's family's solution they put the thermostat in the fridge so that it think it tricks the thermostat into thinking that it's like really cold and then obviously the heating comes on which is maybe fine as a short-term solution but then they always forget to take it out so literally we're like why is the house like boiling it's literally summer like who's had the heating on and Mianka calls her family to like talk about it and then like her dad's like oh i left the thermostat in the fridge i was like (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) so in light of that i wanted to have a little bit of a debate would you mm-hmm. rather be too cold or too hot? Cold, always. Because hot, mm. like, with, I mean, I'm not talking, like, dying of either, yeah? Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, just regular weather, I would always rather be cold than hot because, obviously, you can always 
put clothes on you can put blankets exactly on. you can adjust like, whereas, it, your yeah. temperature more easily sort of whereas thing. like with heat you could be butt naked and you can still be hot like there's not a yeah. whole lot you can, like when it was oh my god when it was 40 degrees last year mm. and we were in like the fifth floor flat in nottingham like in student halls where the windows open like that much mm. um, obviously no ac all we had was fans we were dying we yeah. were at dying like we would have to i think what we started doing like we were putting like ice in front of the fan like that didn't yeah. even do anything like we were, we were just absolutely dead and yeah i'm still in the aftermath of all that because i've obviously come straight from the hot house into my hot little car which the ac isn't working which is really annoying come up here come into hot pie radio hot vernon mill marched oh all the way god. up four flights of stairs oh my god and there's no water in the fridge what's going on pie radio they're all gone and i knew what's so annoying like i was at home i was like oh should i like have a drink or should i take a bottle and i was like nah like last week there was loads of water in the fridge clearly some people have drank it there is a can of diet coke but i don't know whether the fridge is actually on so i'm feeling that's probably not the best solution so Maybe i'm just i'm just here it. just boiling that, Maybe go touch the can of coke and see if it's cold it's not i i did it's not there's there's like there's the ca- there's a can of diet coke and there's half a bottle of a smart water that's clearly already been started so i'm not gonna go for that so i'm just here th- i'm thirsty i'm hot i'm bothered at least i'm not hungover though this week so okay uh, small wins yeah but speaking of being hungover or the night the morning after <laughs> like the little segue there simran where were you last night let me just stand up oh, and for show goodness you sake i was wondering because when you first came when simran first yeah, like so yeah it was on backwards and i was like i could sort this out no I, I could like obviously not sort this out and then i was like no it's actually quite pivotal to the plot here yeah so when we when we first like logged on to the chat simran was like in some kind of like different attire and then suddenly she disappeared and i was like what's going on i can see like these arms moving in the background i was like why is she changing outfits now it makes sense she's put her weekend tour t-shirt on and my other one's in the wash oh right oh right we need to get into a conversation about excess because it's not only is this the second time that you've been to see the weekend but is this his your second weekend tour t-shirt from the same tour why do you need two t-shirts because there were so many options they they had the same like artist design like all of them right and then there was like 12 options and when i when i went the first time um i couldn't decide which one i wanted so i got the one that my friend got because i was like okay that one's cute and we can match so we got we got them together and then i wanted it more oversized and they didn't have the bigger size in stock and then i was like i would also like another pattern because at least with this one like when i obviously it's brand spanking new right now so it's, i'm a bit precious about it but i know i won't be precious about it in a few months i can wear it to the gym like yeah it'll be, true. i do fa- i do think for tour t-shirts oversized is the way to go definitely like oh my god so guys i went to see the weekend um for those in- who don't know yeah on the 8th of july i think we saw like the, one of the first tours in london and in stratford and then i went to see the his last show of the europe leg last night in wembley stadium and it was insane carlos is going to roast me for being excessive and being obsessed but in my defense a i went with my mum because she wanted to go see him and b i don't think twice is excessive i think three plus times is excessive however 
if he does like another show like in toronto like i would so fly out like i was thinking about it last oh night i was like toronto like, i would love to see him at home like oh my god right just to rewind because i just stepped away from the mic for a second there so give me your justification right because it's not even i can kind of understand like the whole wanting to go multiple times because you're such a massive fan etc but it's the fact when money comes into it when you've got like obviously as well you've got the buying two shirts going to two concerts now talking about flying out to canada like what like how in your mind do you justify that i don't think like the amount of times i've explained it on this show i don't think anyone actually gets it it's pathological at this point the parasocial relationship i have in my head with that man is better than anything anyone could ever imagine like i've said i've said multiple times in the show that like i literally sit down like once a week and start crying because of how much i love him i think about him all the time i think do you maybe need to talk to someone about this like, probably yeah like i'm just worried because i think we touched on it like the last time you were talking about the weekend about like if he got cancelled how you would kind of deal with it but i'm just kind of like it's not just cancelled it's like say god forbid if something happens to him or something like how, how like it, it's it is the same as like you know like all these 1d fans or like, like when when take that broke up in the 1990s and you literally had all these girls literally like sobbing in the streets and stuff it's like it's the same type of thing like I I would genuinely have to go into mourning and I actually think like everyone in my life would even understand like let's just leave her alone for a couple of weeks or let's s form a support group. Yeah, I think I would support groups but don't don't leave you alone. <laughs> when like when Mac Miller died, I was devastated. Oh my god, mm. and I to this day I've not listened to all of his album that's been released since his since his death. A because I don't necessarily agree with releasing music posthumously, humorously. Mm. Um and B I just can't i put like circles on and i just like was sobbing and i was like i can't do this yeah it's a tough one do you not like i think and i said this last time do you not think maybe there's a little bit of you that maybe needs to exercise in reeling it back a bit so that you aren't as affected if slash when something does happen because the thing is as well like let me what do you mean let you, like you what <laughs> you live no but, <laughs> no but i'm like i think it's also different as well because I think when someone passes away or something happens to someone that is an immediate relation of you that isn't it's not a parasocial relationship it is actual, an actual physical relationship that you have with someone in the sense that they are there in person and you talk to them and they actually know you know who each other are sort of thing that's very different obviously to a parasocial relationship where only one person knows that the other exists and i think in the same way when something happens to the celebrity in that situation or the person that doesn't know the other person exists again the support that you're going to receive as well or the un level of understanding i know you're seeing your friends and stuff but it's also like it, it's just the wider community of like your like work for example would they necessarily understand like the severity of how you're feeling sort of thing no i feel like i feel like okay obviously I talk about it a lot and I do feel very strongly towards him, but I do understand at the end of the day that like he does not know who I am. Um, as much as I would love for him to know who I am and the way that my DMs with him on Instagram really reflect how much I would love for him to know who I am, like, obviously I know he doesn't. I wouldn't expect that to take time off work, but I, do you know what? I genuinely do think I'd be devastated just because of like, 
it's not like me being in love with him and being like obsessed and he's like obviously i am but like it's not all about that it's just about how much i actually think of him as a person and how much i like love his music and his talent obviously i know behind closed doors he could be different but i've not heard anything willingly or not willingly yeah i stay away i see things about him like with bella and stuff and i just like swipe (laughs) um do you think that it, in this day and age it's a lot easier for people to get into the position that you're in because people are so more much more accessible? Oh my god. Yeah. Like, Artists are so much more accessible mm. these whether it's seeing them on a tour or it's having them on like social media, the amount that they kind of have to or the amount that they do interact with their fans is so much more than it was maybe like a decade or two decades ago yeah. and i think it's like pop culture now for for artists to interact with their fans back instead of being like you only see them once every five years on a stage in in one stadium in the whole country for like a few days instead of this like liverpool birmingham manchester like newcastle L- london bath like and they do like five dates in <laughs> which artist is going to bath i feel like people are going to bath <laughs> Oh my god! I, I, never mind. ignore me. I'm just I'm just processing the thought of like these mega artists going to Bath. But to be fair, Beyonce went to Sunderland, so I don't think anything. That's what I mean. Like I feel like the ordinary like, anymore. Or like they're here for a tour and then they go do a festival at the same time. So it's, I just feel like the access is so much more now that it is easier. And then also, there's also a big culture of like stan culture, right? Mm. Thanks, thanks, Eminem. Thanks, Eminem. But also. <laughs> like harry styles i feel like really cemented yeah. that yeah <laughs> Do you know what's mad like literally um because of my work for the bbc like i spend quite a lot of, bit of time looking at their socials and bbc radio one literally they can post anything and like they they'll ask about like oh which artist blah 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 and literally all the comments are harry styles i'm literally like i don't actually i don't actually think a lot of these are bots i think this is generally like there's just so many people that are just obsessed his fan base is quite something and i i have to say i respect it yeah i do think like the weekend has a very culty fan base for like the people that really 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 like him it is is a little bit crazy like the amount of people at both concerts that i saw in the like the red suits with the broken noses or they had like the mf doom masks on and i was like that is a level of dedication like that is crazy and like not gonna lie guys i did i cried I cried. I, I sobbed my little eyes out for the first like five songs because it was just dawning on me. I think the last time I didn't cry, I thought I was going to, but I didn't. Dawning on you. I, <laughs> thank you. Um, because I thought I was thinking I was too exhausted that day. Like I hadn't slept. We've been camping out since eleven in the morning. Like we we were knackered. I think this time round it really hit me. Like I was like, he's there. I can see that he's right in front of me. Like he's singing. That's his voice. And I was just mm. like and i just could not stop like they were just tears were falling out my eyes for about 15 minutes i'd say (laughs) that's actually a really good point actually i think when people go to concerts obviously for the most part they probably would only go to one on a set tour for example and as someone that's only ever done that myself i think you do kind of dissociate when you're there in the moment because it's like this person that you've only kind of consumed their art through the internet and whatever so like i i I always think afterwards i'm kind of like oh yeah that was actually that person and then by the time that it's like a couple of weeks a couple of months afterwards it literally it doesn't really feel like it's kind of 
happened because it was such a fleeting thing and you weren't properly realizing it but the fact that you've seen the literal the the weekend able like literally in the flesh within the space of two months twice it's kind of like he he's the same person that has then gone and done a load of tours in the middle of that and like another number of tour dates and then come back like i can kind of get how that is like kind of cementing like whoa this is actually the same person i was here like a month ago yeah. like yeah. yeah 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 and like oh i just yeah he's incredible and i just think like yeah i just I, but the thing is i am a concert crier i do i cried at j cole i didn't cry at drake i cried at kendrick lamar i'm a big concert crier I, I do be crying at concerts. I get really overwhelmed because, like, I feel like everyone knows how much I love music. I'm not that well versed in music anymore. Like, my versatility and my range is definitely cut down a bit. And, like, I only listen to what I know I'm going to like. And I'm not, I'm so not with the times when it comes to music. But, you know, when I like something, I really have yeah. <laughs> it home. Fair. How um, was it? Was that correct in thinking that you and went with your mum this time? How was so that? My last time there were two very different experiences because last time we were we were sat on the ground queuing at 11 in the morning we didn't get in the stadium till like i want to say 6 p.m the two opening acts and then the weekend god our knees were hurting our backs were hurting we were knackered and then it was a very different experience because of what i spoke about the last time we i went to go see him of like the crowd was really young and i wasn't really expecting that my first concert post covid and i was thinking like i was expecting it to be like pre-covid vibes and it just wasn't which is fine like it's I've changed my tune on hating on people in crowds. The specifically no. the weekend crowd. Right, go on. Because okay, so some of the people we spoke to were like 18 to 20 years old, yeah. I was 11 when Trilogy came out. And obviously Trilogy was probably too old for me to listen to then as well, but hey, I did. And but like they were like 6. Why would they know like Trilogy and Kissland and like the really early stuff? They were like literal children. They were listening to like the tweenies. That's a good point. Like I shouldn't, I should, I, I was, I think I came out of the concert being like, oh my God, me and my friends are like the only like OG fans there. Like none of these people, they just, they just want blinding lights and the hills, you know? Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it's the case of you shouldn't like be judging them for not necessarily knowing those songs but at the same time i remember you saying that they were kind of giving you dirty looks for singing along so they oh, shouldn't yeah. be doing people that like, either people were a bit like moody which fair enough i still i still like stand by what i said about that but in terms of like not knowing a song from 2011 when you're literally 18 you were probably a teeny tiny little baby back then like uh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I know, but it kind of, it kind of it was a moment of growth for me realizing that. Like, I was like, damn, you're like hating on these actual children, like grow up, Sim. <laughs> Fair enough. How was it with your mum? Like, you're saying about some of like his material, obviously, is a bit more on the PG side of things. Like, how was it going to a concert with your mum for that? No, I think it was fine. Um, basically, I have imposed my love for him onto her. So, my mum is, you probably see where I get it from. The amount of obsessed that I am with the weekend times it by ten and make that George Michael. That's my mom. I think that's every single like brown mom. Like you know, um, Sachin's mom. He's yeah. Uh, she's she's obsessed with George Michael. Like literally. I yeah, I think we may have spoken about this. Yeah, literally, it is a thing. Like I don't know <laughs> what's gone on there. Maybe Madonna as well. I, I think that's just Sachin's parents. To be fair, <laughs> but like yeah. They just <laughs> They actually are. They're literally going. They're all. They've all gone to see Madonna last time, and they're going to see her again. 
went in October. So anyway, enough about that. <laughs> but um, fair enough. And to be fair, um, yeah, if there was ever going to be anyone, then George Michael. Have you seen the um, Wham documentary on Netflix? Yeah, we watched it together the other day. And yeah. it was actually, so obviously I know if, like everything there is to know about George Michael at this point in my life. But it was actually, it was good to know like some of the stuff from like his early life, like obviously mm. the Wham days, not the George Michael days. But I think like going back to the weekend quickly, it was really refreshing to see the same thing twice because it's like I knew what song he was going to play next. I was like, this is great. And also a whole different experience to go seated. So if you've ever seen his concert, this tour, the stage setup is incredible. Like it is so well done. It's so well thought through. Like it's just amazing. And it's huge. So depending on where you are, you can have a very different experience. And I think from standing, yeah, it was great because we were physically closer to him and we were in the thick of it. But there was a lot of times where he'd be all the way over there and we were just like, I'm okay. I know he's there somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. This time we could see the whole thing and it was like, wow. Like it was quite overwhelming. Like it was like so much thought has gone into it. The dancers, like obviously it wasn't like the most complex choreography I've seen in my life, but I think it's very like cool. It was very clean. It fit the vibe of both the albums put together and it was just. Fair enough. Um, do you see, do any like surprise songs or is it like the same? Uh, pretty yeah. standard to be fair. Like I was thinking about logistically how like on this Drake tour that I see every single day, a new video from this tour, like go viral. Um, how he does like a different song every single time like he's been doing all the old stuff and he would like he's like really mixing up fair no like in taylor swift for example obviously because of my anchor i literally see the same clips on tiktok every single day of like the new, new location that she's in and she does this thing because she's doing the whole Aries tour so basically her whole discography so far in each like date she does like one or two like surprise songs like like b-sides type thing that people don't necessarily gonna expect um Uh, like literally completely different like from any album sort of thing um so it's a cool idea to be fair like and if so if you could have that for the weekend excluding like what he performed last night like what would you want his like surprise song to be i'm i can only pick one we'll give you two Like, you know what it is? Like, whilst you're thinking about this, I'll explain more about Taylor Swift. Like, I've got them, I've got them. Okay, go on. Um, Wow, you really don't want to hear me talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, Oh, God, I'm playing one of his songs. Oh, God, I'm playing one of his songs. Um, One of them is definitely going to be 28 off the Trilogy album. They were always going to be old songs. One of them's 28 off the Trilogy album, and the other one is probably wanderlust of kissland i think 28 is one of my favorite ones of his old ones yeah. like, it's such a belter or yeah. or gone off trilogy that's a really good song the mm. thing is about trilogy yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's so many gems in it people are like oh yeah the zone rolling stone hype for this no no there's so many gems like if you really listen to it listen to it in the car at night time and just bang it out maximum volume and you'll realize that the production is unmatched so ahead of its time honestly you know how like you keep on seeing that random universities across the world will offer like a course in beyonce or a course in harry potter if one offered it 
in I'm the head in, in the weekend. No, but I'm it, the head lecturer. Right. Obviously, though, they wouldn't necessarily give you those credentials. But if you saw this, say it, it just happened, you could do it for free and you could do it remotely. Would you actually do it? Or would it annoy no, you? Would it annoy you being that, taught like about the weekend? That, uh, yeah, there's nothing that a degree could teach me at this point. Fair. Like the confidence. So coming to like to the main question, which I wanted to ask about all this. Apart from the weekend, what other artist, if any, could you foresee uh, yourself going to see twice on the same tour? That is a great question. Mm. And I actually don't think there is anyone other than maybe like Skepta. Interesting. I think I'd love like if if it was it depends on what he's doing because obviously he's doing his DJ stuff now, which is really cool. And I'm actually seeing him later this year and I'm really excited for. That's cool. Um, so I think if it was the DJ set, no. But if it was like a concert, then maybe, yeah. But I don't, maybe not even that. I don't think there'd be anyone. There's artists that I would see twice on separate tours, but there's not definitely, there's definitely not one tour that I think I'd see the same person yeah, twice on. That's fair. You know, I didn't clock until the other day, like how um, he's not old, but he's older than I thought he was, Skepta. Like late yeah, 30s. Like 30, 37, 38. Yeah, I think around that. Yeah, because it was. I it was, forget he had a kid. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But it's because I like saw something about how Jamie is like thirty-five or something. And I was like, wait, it, if he is Skepta's younger brother, how old is Skepta? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was saying, like, now, kind of similar to your question, but I have now. I think I've seen every person I've now wanted to see. Like, I saw Tyler the Creator last year, and that was one of my like. He's probably number one on my bucket list to see. The only person I have left is ASAP Rocky. Is there anyone that you haven't seen that you would have liked to see that sadly passed away? Yeah, Mac Miller. Fair. That's a shame. Oh my god, if I could see Mac Miller, that would be. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Biggie as well, but I think he died before I was born. That's actually yeah, he did. He died. Yeah. Um, March, March ninety-seven. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. What about you? Um, controversial. I think if I if there wasn't all like the scandal surrounding it, it would have been cool to have seen MJ before he passed away, just mm -hmm. because like of the whole performance element of it, and like regardless of um, any negative stuff surrounding his personal life, he as a performer obviously was amazing. Um, so yeah, that would have been cool to have seen in ignorance. Um, Prince maybe would have been cool. Um I mean I've seen Shaka Khan um yeah. but it was at part life, so maybe I would have liked maybe I'd like to see her again, but like um with like the right crowd, let's put it that way. <laughs> um who else? I would have well, liked bucket list still for you, that's alive. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen s club like i i i've have seen all seven of them like i saw them in 2015 i would have liked to have seen them in the heyday like uh -huh. why was i not taken when i was four i don't know should have been there but you know we move um <laughs> you know i think as well i keep on this is literally so like character telling because i'm in a bit of a glee phase at the moment as well like i wish i'd gone on tour when they were on tour I really like would wow. have liked to have seen that. Yeah, but going back to like actual artists, I don't even feel ashamed saying that because obviously Glee is like a TV show. Well, actual artists. Um, 
again i'm not really a concert person if i'm being honest like i prefer listening to it like in my headphones rather than um being there in person because i don't like other people <laughs> like i just sorry um trying to think is there anyone that i actually would like to see live i saw flow that was cool i'm glad that i saw them when they hadn't necessarily broken it big time yet because it was quite an intimate venue um i think just like the greats like someone like stevie wonder would be cool um yeah just that kind of thing just legends legends only yeah. oh i'd probably see george michael as well because i've been i've been like doctored into this <laughs> since a very young age yeah it's true i'm like watching all of those clips of him performing with wham as well like i wish i i wish i was alive then i wish i could go, go and go and see wham i would so wear one of those t-shirts 100 percent. the one that i choose life i have it yeah i need one i have i have a lot of wham tops actually they're all i don't know where they are i've got a christmas one i've got a choose life one i've got a regular one you know what i found interesting um Again, we're going on a whole wham segue here, but like, what I found really interesting from the documentary is having, like, obviously never looked that much into wham. I've been a fan, but I've never, like, looked into their history and whatnot. I'd always kind of thought of it as George Michael being the full on face of it. And maybe he was, to be fair. But, like, obviously it's him and Andrew Ridgely. But because George is, like, the singer and everything, I, and I obviously know about, like, all of his like flamboyance and um his like reports of him in the media and whatever i'd always thought like oh yeah george michael is like the outgoing one and andrew's kind of just there in the background so i was really surprised to like watch his documentary and then it'd be like oh yeah andrew was like the like really like cheeky one and he was always like really loud and outspoken whatever yeah. and george was like the quiet shy one i was like really i had no idea of that i think it's interesting because I think that's why Andrew had the kind of more secondary role in Wham, so he could kind of do his thing. But George had the limelight, so he could do his thing. And then obviously behind closed doors, it came out that because of George being closeted, that that's kind of where all the internalized stuff came from, all that kind of like pain and repression mm. and all that. Watch the documentary, guys. It's really good. Yeah, but definitely recommend. It's really cool as well how they've obviously got these tapes and have actually got George speaking on it as well. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's kind of reminding me actually another thing on TikTok, um, you see those um, AI generated or they have oh pictures and they'll be like, my name is blah, blah, blah. I did blah, blah, blah. And this is how I died. Or like something like that. I really don't like them. I think it's Wait, so no, weird. What? I've not seen that. No, it's like, um, so the reason I saw it was because it was in the news because you know, um, the, um, killing of um james bulger the three-year-old in the early 90s um there was his mum was really angry because on tiktok someone like got a photo of him or a photo or made an ai photo that looked like him and basically they do it so that they make the mouth move so they're speaking and then the the person actually explains the story so it's it's it's, it's usually either the person that suffered the crime or the person that committed the crime and then just like this is really weird i don't like it at all and yeah yeah it's yeah, not that sounds like something like i feel like you'd see that in like a museum yeah you know I mean? but like you see in a museum if they were talking kind it, 
I think they'd have it say if it was like something about a minor or something like like a minor in the Victorian times. You'd kind of have yeah. it as like a, a random a random person saying, "Oh, yeah, we yeah, worked yeah. in the mines." Blah blah blah. It wouldn't be based af- over a, a specific person, but these are specific people who have suffered or committed horrendous crimes. So, to the family. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, and obviously, like his mum, like even though, like obviously, this killing happened thirty years ago, is still like this is so bad. Like, why have you done this? Like, and who, like that? Someone took time out of their day to do that. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. There's loads of they keep on popping up. Like it is literally like it's either a photo that already already exists, or it's they've asked AI to make the photo, and then they do the thing where the mouth moves, and then they kind of narrate it, what happened. I just like, just, it, if you want to do true crime, just tell the story, like... Yeah, like, don't, yeah, don't, and also, like, I just, I do really believe in letting people rest when they're mm. not here anymore, like, just let it be, man. Yeah. I mean, that's... Bro. It is weird though, isn't it? Like why there is such like a fascination with like true crime when it's at like, the end of the day, like these are real horrendous things that have happened and I, they could I've just as easily have happened. I've always thought that and I never, I've never gotten into it. I've never been able to listen to a true crime podcast and be like, yeah, this laughs. And I just mm. think they're like so violent and I don't know. I don't know. I don't really see the purpose. Personally, I don't. I don't know. There is... <sighs> I get it to the extent of like I do like I, I will get sucked in like if it comes on my feed page maybe I will just like like what like if it's a, if it's like a true crime thing telling um um get with like CCTV footage and whatever I'll be like okay this is like interesting um and apart from that before the days of TikTok I have always been someone that kind of like if something is in the news like oh this killer has like been released from prison or like they've died or something i'll go and like look it up on wikipedia and i will find myself just sitting there like reading the wikipedia page like oh they did this 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 is this like that's that's education that's informational you know yeah it's not this like graphic and dramatized and like told like it's retold in a different way and i just i don't know i can't really get with it yeah what do you think about obviously there was a whole jeffrey dharma remake last year like i never watched it because mm. uh, i knew it wouldn't be for me and i know there was a lot of like uproar about it and how it's portrayed like cinematically and like yeah kind of disrespectful to the actual like atrocities that he committed yeah yeah like i think i just i don't know i think with something like that i think the problem is like you could you should only do that if you got the full go-ahead from the actual victims and in this case they didn't I think, and I think obviously when it comes to like serial killers, you're gonna have so many people who are like involved in it that it probably becomes like just, I don't know. If you're fascinated by the thing itself, maybe take elements of it and create your own story, like um, The Fall or something. Like, don't like literally dramatize and make like real life depictions of actual people just to get like awards and stuff it is literally like me and Halima were saying like you know um have you seen the latest series of black mirror no no well in um like the second one i won't say too much but there is is basically a bit of a moment where this person gets like an award and it's kind of like okay i've got this award about what costs sort of thing like yeah it's not it's not great yeah. How have we ended up here? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really like that mirror when I'm on the show, I swear to God. Uh, 
yeah, no, go and watch the latest season. And I watched it whilst we were on the honeymoon. It was really good. You were watching it. You watched it on honeymoon. Yeah, no, it literally it came out. It, it came out when we were in Mauritius, and we literally watched it out when oh. we were in Mauritius. Wow. No, I haven't seen it. I do. I. I do. I have to really be in the mood for Black Mirror. Like I have to want to be harrowed. I have. To, I have to want to rethink my whole life afterwards. Mm. Well, I think the thing with this one is, um, it people are kind of having a go at it because it's they're saying it's kind of lost its whole like kind of like british dark oh, yeah. thing and like it's not really and like hats they're like make black mirror british again yeah and it's like it's not really that much about tech anymore i would say but like at the same time i think it's still like i enjoyed watching it so yeah would recommend apart from i wasn't that much of a fan of the fourth one but like yeah fourth one. Like, fourth I, yeah fourth out of five yeah are they connected or no no they're all five different stories yeah yeah right i think we're closing the book on concerts and that um i'm not gonna bother asking if you could rate the after hours till dawn tour because yeah right moving on to the final topic of the day britney spears um Obviously, for those who don't know, it's come out in the news that she has separated and is um, divorcing her um, husband, Sam Asghari. He's an Iranian model, I believe. Um, And they've been together for like seven, eight years, but only married for one. Um, They did sadly um, have a miscarriage last year which was really sad to see and obviously they then got married a couple of months afterwards but when they were together she um he was like full on like always like had good things to say about her and now it's kind of obviously they're separated and it does seem like suddenly the something switched which is weird when you've obviously been together for eight years that that would suddenly happen but aside from that um and aside, obviously, from, like, saying that it is really sad, everything that Britney has gone through over the years, like, from, like, when, like, literally being in the limelight from when she was, like, however many years old in the Mickey Mouse Club to then becoming a global superstar to then having the whole 2007, like, incident and then being on the conservatorship of her father and brother, I believe, um, she... It's it's been a really big thing that she hasn't necessarily got anyone looking out for her, it would seem. And now, obviously, she's not with her husband. It is really sad that, like, like she really can't seem to catch a break. It is really sad. Um, aside from that, though, when they did get married um, last year, um, Octavia Spencer commented on the post telling Britney to get a prenup and I'm not sure whether it was that or, or like Britney was already planning it but Britney has got a prenup um, yeah. and like I think Octavia um, Spencer's commented something on their post now saying you're welcome or something I don't know but like <laughs> but um, yeah thank you Octavia Spencer but um, she has got a prenup um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in regards to the divorce proceedings but not commenting too much on that because obviously that's their personal business what are your thoughts on prenups in general because in the uk they're not actually legally binding in it's a, it's a lot different from in america i think if you sign a prenup you are a lot more held to it whereas in the uk 
there's no legal thing stating they have to be 100% there. It's kind of like they're, they're taken into consideration, but they're not like binding in that sense. Yeah, I think in that case, then I don't necessarily see the point because then you just have to divvy it up with your partner once you've decided that you're going to split up from each other. Like mm. if it's not a legal thing, then you can kind of sort it out amongst yourselves, no? Yeah, well, one would think. I, like I was looking into it and it said like, there has been times where like prenups in the uk have actually like they, like they held they've held out yeah they've been, they've been took into consideration and then they've helped the person like not have to divide their assets in a different way it sort really of thing depends. it depends on like what you both own separately and what you like what you're precious about and what thing is like with children and things like that like i just feel like that kind of it depends on your it really depends it just depends on your relationship i think yeah i think it does obviously make a lot more sense for people where there's a massive disparity in wealth between the two people which i would probably imagine is the case for britney spears and her um yeah. husband because even if even if he's done very well for himself Britney Spears is more than a household name. She is, she okay. will be loaded. I don't even know how much, but it's like a given. Like she will have a lot of money to her name. Um, but for the average person, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, it is just kind of like I kind of understand in that sense because you don't want to be kind of taken advantage of. Like if you're someone that has like a lot of assets to your name and the, another person doesn't. Um, you don't want them to then be able to kind of lure you into a false sense of security and then kind of take it away. But on the other hand, obviously, like broaching that that um, topic, like when you're in that yeah. stage, like of engage being engaged, like that's a lot to like kind of be like look like I love you and I think we're going to be together forever but um I need to sign this like just in case blah 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 and then their response would most likely be well if we're going to be together forever then why do you need to do that but then they'd be like well if we're going to be together forever then why do you care <laughs> like yeah I think it's, it's protective and it kind of like guarantees you a sense of self following a breakup mm -hmm in that sense like what you've worked hard to attain you get to retain that so i think that you know you're kind of more than entitled to that i feel like yeah it's, it's just the sense of trust like, though bring it up uh, yeah but i feel like that's not necessarily you being like oh we're gonna break up it's supposed to be like in the eventuality that this does happen i want to make sure that what i own is mine yeah. but if you're not if that's not your mindset and you're more than happy to share it then don't get one yeah fair I suppose at the end of the day, each person, it, uh, the whole idea of a prenup is kind of like it's a person's individuality, even though you're becoming a unit, they're making that decision yeah. over stuff that is solely theirs. Like, because I'm pretty sure when you're married, anything that happens after you're married is that that's what is of that that's there automatically yours but anything that you have beforehand i don't think that necessarily right. automatically becomes both people's i want to say yeah, yeah. yeah so i don't know i mean personally i could i mean I, it, again i say personally i don't think i would want to be in a position where i get i sign one or get someone to sign one but then it's also a case of like i'm not a celebrity <laughs> so um yet but yeah 
It just depends. I think it really depends on your personal situation and your general just outlook towards your possessions and your money and stuff like that. Mm. I mean... Or like, but not gonna lie, the like the the memes of like people in court splitting up like Mickey Mouse teddies is hilarious. Well, people actually do that. You not see that picture of like this couple getting a divorce and they had like little teddies. I don't know what brand or whatever they were, but there was like hundreds of them, and they're both on their hands and knees in court picking which ones they're gonna keep. It's like a massive pile of teddies. That would literally be me, except may there is no way that me and Chris fight over keeping my dwarf figurines. Thank God. <laughs> uh, it's so annoying. I literally, the way that I sound on radio and like the impression I give off, Mianka's always like, oh, you're such a Disney adult. I'm like, I'm not. Like, I know, yeah. I know exactly the type of people you're talking about and they're exactly the type of people I always see on TikTok and I'm like, absolutely not. The same as like Harry Potter ones. Like, I always see these people like popping up that are like fully like, oh, Harry Potter, like, ew, I'm in Gryffindor and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, a good impression for someone that right let's not get into obsessions miss tessify or whatever his surname is oh i'd be so gassed if that was my name simran tessify tessify tefe tessfe simran tessfe oh. when i was little i used to write um simran jonas in all my books for goodness sake, which one did you fancy Nick, I, I've said it before. If I knew he was going to be into Asian girls, I would have tried to fuck her. <laughs> I think you're a bit young for him. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, but that that was a crossover we were not expecting. <laughs> no one could have ever foreseen that at all. But no. Oh my gosh! Right. Well, thank you, Simran, for joining me for th- this very much po- pop culture Thank you for letting me rant about my love for the weekend once again. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a bit of a while before we hear any more about this. Sure. Literally, watch it be like... Because wasn't it literally after the last episode you talked about it, the next day you texted, like, just bought tickets to see the weekend again? <laughs> literally, tomorrow get a text, like, Simran's got tickets to go and see him in Canada, like you said, like... I mean, the Latin America stretch of the tour's next. If you get tickets to go and see the weekend... Oh, my gosh. Right. Anyway, I hope you have a nice time at your friend's birthday. I um, hope you have a nice rest of your Saturday and weekend as well. Thank you. I've got an engagement um, oh. drinks to go to. Oh my god, that's so fun. Yeah. Anyway. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.